Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe in the fight game. Hello, everyone. This is Charles Yao with Believe in the Fight Game on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team and every sport in L.A. and more. We believe in sports. Do you believe? Hey, it's Charlie back at Believe in the Fight Game with yours truly, Charles Yao. And for today's quick pod... I'm going to talk about Gordon Ryan calling out Andre Galvao and challenging him for $1 million for jiu-jitsu supremacy and why this call-out is good. First of all, what's happening right now is because jiu-jitsu is growing, there's an element of sport and competition that's coming out, which is really compromising the honor part of jiu-jitsu, right? Whether if you feel and believe, which we're waiting for, Robert Drysdale's documentary to come out about the development of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But anyways, a lot of like the Japanese-centric belief is whether if it's Jigoro Kano, uh, Maeda showing it to the Brazilians, and we're still trying to establish through that doc, and hopefully help establish through that doc, that it was uh, the Japanese Kosen Judo that was established already in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but the Brazilians ended up just practicing that and helped spread it, right? So that is an honor-based system because it's timely, it's vintage, and it's classic. What's happening with Andre Galvao being called out by Gordon Ryan is a lot of people think it's disrespectful. To, to a degree it is, but when when the sport is growing at this rapid pace and it's at a competitive level, you really have to see it as basketball or football or even boxing to be a little bit more parallel and closer to the game. You know, if you're boxing in the street and defending your honor from another, from a thug, from someone from another town trying to menace in, then, you know, it becomes about surviving, which then in turn becomes, hey, this is the honor of my family. So the wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might be at the game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. For me, since I'm a big Lakerhead and NBA fan, I totally go to Bet Online to make sure I bet on my favorite team, and it's Lakers all the way, baby. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, it never closes. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But in the terms of what Gordon Ryan is doing, he's calling him out. And from what he said too is like, hey, one million if you win and 500,000 to Calvel. Meaning Gordon. If Gordon wins, you know, then it's 500k. 
And, and here's the thing. Uh, they've been going back and forth for, for those who don't follow jiu-jitsu. Gordon Ryan has called out Andre Galval for 300K. He passed on that. And for some reason, on the Instagram exchange, Andre Galval goes, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. But will, will that pan out? Maybe. If I were in Andre's position, which I'll later discuss, why, I would pass. And honestly, because it is a fight game, you know, roughly about a year ago in ADCC, uh, Gordon Ryan could have met Andre Galval, but Felipe Pena, as I've mentioned in the previous pod, has beaten Gordon Ryan twice, I do believe. So if Gordon Ryan, you know, could, could have beat Felipe Pena, then you, you already don't need to do the call out. But styles make fights. And maybe Felipe Pena just has Gordon Ryan's number. The, the same way I felt about Manny Pacquiao versus Marquez. They could fight 10 times and it could be a 5-5 split. Or I wouldn't be shocked if Marquez owns Manny Pacquiao 6-4. It's, it's, just, it's just the numerics, the math, the bodily math and interpretation and application of techniques. It's just completely different. Felipe Pena, you know... Um, Recently tapped out Herbert Santos, as I've mentioned, on BJJ Bet, and he had an injured ankle. So it may be Felipe Pena might be a growing, quiet goat in the same spirit of Stipe Miocic, right? E- even in the spirit of Amanda Nunez, which I'll later touch on. Between the competitive aspect that develops versus a strictly self-defense art, it's part of something growing. Whether if it's technology, right, like in hip-hop... You know, the Morgan Fairlight, which was produced in Australia. But people started discovering that. What is the Morgan Fairlight? It's, it's a sampler. Spread to New York. So people started sampling. And then the birth of hip-hop came. And then you have different forms of hip-hop. And I think a lot of people are misinterpreting the disrespect that's happening, if you even consider it disrespect, is along the lines of Luta Libre versus Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. The most famous one you can find. Hugo Duarte versus Hickson Gracie. Hickson smack, runs into him on the beach, smacks Hugo Duarte, and Hickson gets the advantage. Hugo Duarte visits the gym. Good old Papa was there. And he said, you know, Hickson's not here. What I mean by Papa is Helio Gracie. They came and then Hickson beat him again. That is fighting for both honor. It's also very new on... On its life cycle space. So people are always going to be like that. Even you look at like stand-up comedy, right? In the 80s and 90s and even up to the early 2000s. Stand-up comics was had this feast or famine crab mentality. And the issue with the crab mentality is you don't realize the piece of the pie is so much bigger. The, the piece of the pie can be shared. We can all be great. And that's what's taken place with stand-up comedy. And now... Unfortunately, Joe Rogan moved, but, you know, he's established the let's all feast. Let's spread the love. And honestly, athletes that try to fight for the GOAT status, it's really tough. If you're talking about jiu-jitsu in general, a lot of people cross-generationally point to Hickson Gracie. But he barely competed because he was so much on the area of fighting instead of jiu-jitsu tournaments. Right? He was in, encompassed by teaching. You know, he fought in the opening of the Pride Championships, uh, the Golden Era. 
of MMA, I feel, because it was, it was the discovery of, oh, so many different people fighting at such an elite level. And, you know, because it is a ring, so you're forced to fight more in the middle versus the cage. It's a small part of the progression of the fighting arts, but the cage also has its validation because if you can't fight at the big leagues like UFC, then guess what? You know, it's it's what took place when the older pride fighters that went over to UFC, a lot of them started losing. You know, but a lot of it also is because they were at, they were long in the tooth already. But anyways, look at Hicks on Gracie, right? He's supposed to be the GOAT. And then in the in the late 90s, early 2000s, there's Marcelo Garcia. Okay, you know, Marcelo Garcia still for the mid-school guys, is seen as the goat of jiu-jitsu. And then there's Robert Drysdale, who taps him. So is that the goat? So you got to give props to Robert Drysdale also. And then there's Hodger Gracie. Hodger Gracie, Crone Gracie, these are the guys who fight very simple math of jiu-jitsu, but will house you. There's Braulio Estima, who's also awesome. Like I mentioned, there's Felipe Pena. How are you supposed to be the GOAT, Gordon Ryan the GOAT, if you can't even beat Felipe Pena? And this has been a constant conversation all throughout many sports. I'm a big basketball head, right? When Kobe Bryant literally imitated Michael Jordan. And when Michael Jordan retired and then he came back after a couple of years, he ended up playing for the Washington Wizards in his 40s. And then Kobe Bryant... You know, was challenging him for the GOAT status. But, you know, no. You First of all, you copycatted all his moves. Number two, he's already in his 40s. So you can't ignore the true context that you copycatted him. And then you're trying to be the GOAT. That, that doesn't work. And, and that, that I can talk about for a full hour, hour and a half. Easy. There's also the GOAT of boxing, right? You know, for the binary heads and recent heads, they say Floyd Mayweather because he has an undefeated record, but there's so many other fighters that have been undefeated, but they fought past 60 fights where they ended up losing. Well, what is the go to you? Look at Muhammad Ali. He was societal and called out the government and fighters for not approving to be drafted for a war. Is he the GOAT? To me, he is because he lost and he fought and he was big about all things topical and critical at the time. So there's also... The question about, like, Chris Cyborg against Amanda Nunez, right? You know, there's the quiet goat versus the radical, let's expose people goat conversation. Classic example, right? There's John Jones. You know, he is full of controversy. He definitely encounters a lot of strife, whether he's drinking and driving, getting into car accidents, so on and so on. And then you have Stipe Miocic, who's fought the baddest of the baddest, Recently just beat DC twice. You know, but he's a quiet guy. The the same thing with Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez has beaten so many of the greats, right? Has Holly Lawson's number. You know what she did to Ronda Rousey. And she beat Chris Cyborg. But she's a quiet goat, you know? Chris Cyborg, honestly, if if Chris Cyborg would have won against Amanda Nunez, then she would have been the giant female goat or definitely top five greatest of all time fighters ever. 
you know, and that's just the opportunity. It could be also because Chris Cyborg has been fighting for so long. Maybe she was due. But this is really good for the sport, you know. I think jiu-jitsu should also remove the title status, just like what the UFC is doing. Like the BMF, the bad motherfucker belt of the UFC. I think that's critical. Because as a sport for it to grow, you have to entertain. You have to let it spread. And you have to let people who aren't into jujitsu be exposed into that. So what, what do you do? You put BMF or jujitsu title fights for people or non-jujitsu title fights for people just to spar. A featured event. And that's good. So for Gordon's perspective, right, he wants to be the GOAT. He's going to do that because, you know, he's on top of the mountain right now. He's young. You know, he's, he's, he's got his one foot on top of the rock and one foot laying down like a Captain Morgan pose. And that, that's what he's going to do. It, this is competitive jiu-jitsu, guys. This is sport jiu-jitsu. You look at Gary Tonin. Gary was never braggadocious, but, you know, he, he was very contextually funny, sarcastic, witty. Still is, but the moment he started fighting for 1FC, he, he's been relegated to... You know, being like this disciplined texter and warrior, though he still is very succinct, well-topicked, and very smart, and very funny still. But the moment he started fighting, it changed. The temperament changed because, you know, he's been punching people in the face, and I think he's gained a respect for, an added respect for martial arts. And now, you know, he's a guy who can heel hook you and punch you in your fucking face and knee you in your fucking jaw. That's where Gary Tonin is right now. In Andre's perspective, he has nothing to prove. You know, I mean, he's, he's a well-earned, wealthy, and rich guy. He's one of the greatest to ever compete. Even though he's in his late 30s, but that mileage is like Carlos Gracie age, you know? I mean, Andre has competed at a very high level. He's schooled so many different people. He's fought, like, really gigantic fights. And... If I were in Andre's position, it, I would pass. It, it does more for Gordon in the current tide because, you know, we're in social media. You see like, oh, he's, he's the greatest. But people who are true fans will look back and go, he's great for this era. Galvao has his place. Leo Vieira has his place. Humlo Bajal has his place. And, and look at what Gracie Ba is pumping out now. Like I said, Felipe Pena. So while Gordon Ryan is young and he's on top, what would you expect? You know, don't forget that Gordon Ryan said on a pod that he referred to as Hodger Gracie as one of the greatest of all time. In 2019, he paid respect to Galvao. We're in a pandemic. People are locked up. And maybe this braggadocio came out. But this is really good for the sport. Don't think of it as part of the martial culture because now it's evolving as part of the sport. And this is really good because it, just like basketball, just like NFL, hey, let's get into each other. You look at how fighters call each other out on UFC, not in the spirit of Conor McGregor, but just like, hey man, let's fight. Let's do this. And then it's done. It's a wrap. You show respect. But I personally feel this is really good for jiu-jitsu and to establish growth and exposure to other people, and much respect to both. 
Galvao and Ryan. Signing off, this is Charlie Wood Believe in the Fight Game. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the show. And please subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We're also available on your favorite directories aside from iTunes, such as Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V-E.com. And Believe Podcasts on social media. Now, if you want to get at me personally, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Plug12. That's P-L-U-G-O-N-E-T-W-O. Hit me up and I'll read your questions or maybe even have you on the show. Believe in the fight game. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.